Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. As you heard before the news from producer Jonathan Lowe, Geraldine Steele's got the night off because the Timberwolves are in the playoffs. They, they were in the postseason but they needed to win a play-in game along the way, and they eventually did. We'll have more on that in a moment. We'll count you down to the pregame show tonight at 9 o'clock. It'll be Cal Soderquist from Target Center, and then we'll go to Denver. Alan Horton with all the play-by-play. And speaking of Alan Horton, he's going to join us because he was a guest on the huddle with Pete Najarian and Dave Schwartz. We'll have some highlights of their chat. By the way, you can catch their entire conversation at WCCRadio.com or on the free Odyssey app. Then Cal joins us. We'll kind of tease what we've got coming up on the playoff opener pregame show tonight at 9. Then a man who's covered them all year long for the Pioneer Press Jace Frederick will join, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about not only the regular season and the ups and downs and the injuries, the, the good news, the bad news, all, all the crazy things that went on, and then ultimately that playing tournament where they got beaten overtime by the Lakers in L.A. and then come back home and blow out Oklahoma City on Friday night at Target Center, and we'll have a rundown of the NBA playoff scoreboard. Of course, opening weekend, first games in all the first-round series, four on Saturday and four again today with the Timberwolves and Nuggets being the nightcap. Let's get back to the play-in tournament. And as you know, the Timberwolves opened the play-in tournament on Tuesday night in L.A., against the Lakers, and played really well. They let at the half. They had a lead in the fourth quarter before ultimately letting it get away late. And uh, who else stepped up for the Lakers late in that game? The King. Timberwolves do not have a foul to give. Lakers, I believe, do have one. Hachimura on the right side and a handoff to LeBron James. LeBron, right wing, calls for the screen. Hachimura sets it. LeBron launches the three and strokes it. He's tied the game. A right wing three. 27 for LeBron James. This crowd is beside themselves. The game tied up with 2.02 left to go. Kyle Anderson across the timeline. Wolves have gotten out of sync offensively. Yeah, Alan Horton with the call. Once again, King James, LeBron James, 
hits the three, so the Lakers come all the way back. They lead late, but they foul Mike Conley on a three-point attempt. Conley needs to make all three to send the game into overtime, and he ultimately got it done. One more free throw can tie the game and send this baby to overtime. Free throw, good! Mike Conley steps up, knocked down all three free throws, ties the game, and we're headed to overtime. Clutch! Mike Conley, if you need him. Tied at 98. How about that? On to overtime. Bad news is the the Lakers took control of the game in overtime, and it seemed as though the Timberwolves were facing an uphill battle in OT in L.A. Here's LeBron off the screen by Hachimura. Got to have a stop here. LeBron backs it out against Carl Anthony Towns. LeBron top of the key. Still with it with a right-handed dribble. Rises up. Jumper off rim. No rebound tapped out. Ant's got it on the move. In the front court, he's got to make something happen. Down the lane to the rim. He jams it with two hands. Wow, was that emphatic. The Wolves needed that in the biggest of ways. 103 to 100. It wasn't enough, ultimately, in overtime as the Lakers prevail. 108-102. Carl Anthony Towns, 24 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists to lead Minnesota. And LeBron, 30 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Lakers advance to take on Memphis in the playoffs. So their work was done. The Timberwolves, one more shot. Oklahoma City, Friday night, jam-packed target center. And the Timberwolves dominated this one. Everybody got into the act, and it was a big party Friday night at Target Center as the Timberwolves punched their ticket as the eighth seed to the NBA playoffs. Conley does get it to Rudy Gobert, top of the key, who swings it out to the key, left side three on the way. His picture perfect. What a setup by Rudy. Wolves almost had a five-second violation off the inbound. Rudy under duress, able to make the catch, turn, and fire to Akeel, who buries his second three of the night. Those are up by 21. It's their largest lead of the game. Yeah, Timberwolves rolled to the victory. Here's a play that summed it up Friday night, how much fun it was. Mike Conley to Carl Anthony Towns, ultimately to Rudy Gobert, and, and this put the icing on the cake, so to speak. And Thunder, do they turn it over? They do. They gift it right back. Conley, baseball pass up ahead. Towns lob inside. Rudy makes the catch and jams it home. The route is on. 109-87-52 left to play. 12-2 run here in the fourth quarter. The Wolves can smell it. Under eight minutes away from clinching a playoff spot for the second straight year. For the third time in the last six years and for the 11th time in franchise history. Timeout Thunder. Yeah, great stuff from Allen Horton. Timberwolves roll 120 to 95. And everybody got involved in the act. Cat, 28 points, 11 rebounds, three assists in the game. But everybody played well for the Timberwolves in that victory on Friday night. So they head to the playoffs, and they had to jump on a plane almost immediately and get set for tonight's game one with the Denver Nuggets. Earlier in the day, 
the play-by-play voice of the Minnesota Timberwolves, Alan Horton, joined the huddle, Pete Najeri and Dave Schwartz, and he was asked a lot about this team. But uh, let's start with uh, this matchup and uh, how, how it suits the Timberwolves. It's interesting because the four meetings, um, they feel like a lifetime ago. It's been a couple of months that these teams matched up. Three of the four meetings, Denver um, was on the second of a back-to-back. The last two meetings, Denver lost by 34, and then they won at home by 30. And Carl Anthony Towns didn't play in any of the four meetings. So it's um, it was 2-2 in the season series. The Wolves won the final three of, of, of the prior season. So they are five, and uh, you know, having won five of the last seven, but – it's. Um, I, I think it's a whole new ball game. I think Denver's shifted their 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 rotation and lineup and roster a little bit since the trade deadline. The Wolves certainly have too, and so it's really tough to put any stock. I think into really any of these four meetings that the Wolves have had. I mean, the one constant is that Denver's you know their their universe revolves around Nikola Jokic. That hasn't changed, mm-hmm. um, and that will be of paramount importance tonight. Is and this whole series, can the Wolves find a way? to slow down the two-time MVP, maybe three-time MVP, um, and play some good defense, which they have been doing the last couple of weeks. In fact, they've been better defensively than offensively since Carl Anthony Towns came back. Uh, But they're going to need to be on point because Jokic can beat you in so many different ways. All right, that is Alan Horton, who joined the huddle, Pete Nigerian, Dave Schwartz this morning. He was also asked about Anthony Edwards. Maybe he hasn't been 100% as of late. Could an injury be a factor in all of it? Yeah, and, and of course he didn't shoot well against the Lakers uh, in the first play-in game either. Then had that really hard fall where he tumbled over, uh, I think it was Rui Hachimura, and fell on his shoulder. Um, I, I think probably his shoulder was pretty sore from uh, from that fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the day he shoot around, he was getting shots up the day before. He was kind of just taking it easy. They had, uh, I don't know if it was ice or heating or some sort of huge pack on that shoulder. And so... Um, I think that probably bothered him a little bit, uh, but you saw him be aggressive in other areas, like especially mm-hmm. rebounding the basketball. It just seems like he's attacking the glass right now, especially on the defensive end. When, when, when you can get uh, – this this has not been a good rebounding team all season. And when you can get Rudy and Carl and Cat, I think they finished up with all like 10 or more rebounds. Um, that's, that's, that's an area where he can really help. And when he, had, when he gets dialed in, like we saw in the home game against New Orleans defensively, and he had the four blocks, he had the four steals. He was just flying all over the place. He can still make plays, even if that shot isn't um, isn't quite as efficient as it maybe it's been in, the, in the, earlier in the season. Here's more from Alan Horton this morning on the huddle with Pete Nigerian and Dave Schwartz. What about Cat? Is he one hundred percent? Have they been saving him a little bit? I think they're, st- they're still playing him in shorter stints than probably they were earlier in the season. So I would say he's not back to 100%. I think what we're seeing is the fact that this guy is extremely talented and can, can miss 52 games and then, um, you know, calmly, coolly, collectively shoot, you know, you know, hit four or five threes in a game and, and be a dominant player without being probably in 100% physical shape. I mean, you're really mm-hmm. – your body really gets toned over the course of a regular season when you're playing the whole thing. Um, and so I, he's probably not at that, at that stage. Um, and I think maybe, you know, he's so good shooting the basketball and he's been really good since he come, came back. But I, I probably think that touch probably can be honed a little, even a little bit more. Um, and just, you know, getting that quickness, getting those reads, getting your synapses firing where 
you know, you're not you're not thinking even for a half second. You're just reacting. You're moving. You're you're reading things. I think that um, even though again he's played really well, I think those can all be honed and even dialed up even a little bit further. It, it's been pretty incredible though to see him miss 52 games and then actually 53 when he sat out one more after that, um, and be able to come back and play as well as he has. It's um it it, it really is a, is a testament to how talented this guy is. There he is, the voice of the Timberwolves, Alan Horton, joining the huddle, Pete Najeri and Dave Schwartz earlier in the day. We'll have more with Alan a little bit later on in the program, including what do the Wolves need to do to pull off the series upset? That is coming up a little bit later on. Around the corner, Cal Soderquist will preview the pregame show starting at 9 o'clock tonight. And then, of course, the tip after 9.30 from the Mile High City, the Denver Nuggets, the Minnesota Timberwolves, in Game 1 opening series of the NBA playoffs. Steve Thompson in tonight for Geraldine Steele. Geraldine's got the night off with the Timberwolves game tonight. And, of course, Jonathan Lowe is our producer. Here on News Talk, A3O-WCCO. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Counting down to the Timberwolves and the Nuggets tonight. Late start pregame at 9 with Cal Soderquist. And then Alan Horton with all the play-by-play from the Mile High City. In progress, L.A. Clippers, Phoenix Suns. At the half, Clip lead at 59-54. Earlier in the day, the L.A. Lakers beat the Memphis Grizzlies 128-112. to The Lakers, of course, took down the Timberwolves on Tuesday night in overtime. And then Giannis got hurt early, and Miami wins in Milwaukee 130-117. to We'll have a rundown of all the games a little bit later on before we turn it over to Cal at 9. And he joins us right now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And, Cal, here we go, playoffs. The Timberwolves got through. Disappointing loss on Tuesday night. And then a fun night at Target Center as they blow out the thunder. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. Yeah, you're right. That that game, it was well decided before the final horn. So it kind of, I likened it to, you know, just, just a party for the final eight to ten minutes of that fourth quarter. Everyone was having a blast. It was a a great energy, a great atmosphere, um, and and a game that the fans, let's face it, they deserved that that game. 
and the fact that it, you know it was a, a no doubter basically you know 36 38 minutes into the ball game this team has been through so many close games um, certainly plenty of uh, sort of head scratching results games they, they should have won that they came up short in so I think that was awesome for the fans at the target center to get to kind of um, you know, it was it was a one point game after one, but then the Wolves built that ten point lead at the half, and then and then really hit the throttle in that third, and and now here we are, right back in the playoffs for a second straight year, and in, in a series that I think will will also be a lot of fun. Yeah, no doubt. Denver and Minnesota game one coming up. Uh, tip after nine thirty, Cal at the pregame show at nine o'clock tonight. And this season's been a roller coaster ride. You've been good enough to join us on the weekends all season long, and we we certainly do appreciate it, Cal. And um, you, you do a great job pregame, halftime, postgame on the Timberwolves Radio Network, working with Alan Horton. And the, the injury to Cat early, they didn't play particularly well before Cat got injured, and and then he was out for a huge chunk of the season, and that was a roller coaster ride. And then Delo was traded. Mike Conley comes over. I mean, there have been so many ups and downs this season, maybe none more so than we've seen in the last two weeks with the injuries. Nas Reed and then Jaden McDaniels and um, the the Kyle Anderson, Rudy Gobert thing on the bench. I mean, it was crazy. It, it really has been a roller coaster, um, basically, and maybe that term doesn't even do it full justice, yeah. but going going back to that cat injury basically was – you know, once that happened, once we knew kind of the severity of the injury and how long Cat would be out, it was kind of, uh, all right, well, here we go. They're, they're going to have to kind of re- redefine themselves on the fly because of how, obviously, crucial Cat is to everything they do and especially what he brings um, offensively. Surprisingly enough, it's been the defense since he's returned that, that has really sort of uh, – you know, clicked, I, I guess you could say. With with Cat and Rudy on the floor together, the defense has been really stout. Um, it was the reason that that game went to overtime on Tuesday in L.A., um, and, and it was a big reason they, they dominated the Thunder uh, on Friday. But you're right, it's just the, the season as a whole, I think it's, it's, it's crazy that there's been so many ups and downs. I think at several different times we thought, you know, that the Wolves had hit rock bottom. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, you know, when you factor in the – the, the cat injury and that, that he was out for 52 games. Um, and the fact that they still, you know, yeah, they, they made a sweat with, with the play in and going right down to that single elimination game on Friday, but they, they finished only two games out of, out of both sixth and fifth. So I, I think it's important to remember that regardless of how this, this series ends up um, with the nuggets. And I, and I do think, you know, there is kind of a quiet internal confidence from this Wolves team that, they feel like they're a lot better than, than the usual eighth seed that has to go against that, that top team in the West. So we'll see how that unfolds. But I think when, when you factor in everything the Wolves dealt with from, from an injury standpoint, the inconsistencies, um, it, it still was, you know, by and large, a lot of the goals they talked about, Tim Connolly and Chris Finch, once, once that Rudy Gobert trade was complete, they talked about trying to be one of the four or five best teams in the West because then – you know, if you finish top four, you obviously get home court advantage. So they fell short of that, but they, they did still make the playoffs. And especially since Cat has returned, when they've had everyone out there fully healthy, this team has, has looked really dangerous. You know, they've leaned on their defense a lot. 
They've gotten different contributions. I think the trade for, for Mike Conley and Nikhil Alexander-Walker right, right before the deadline may have saved the season as well. So each of those two guys certainly get a ton of credit for what they've done. Um, but yeah, just a, just a wild season as a whole. And, and I'm, I'm sure, you know, we really shouldn't expect anything less. This Denver series is, is probably going to be its own roller coaster. Yeah, for sure. And it begins tonight, Cal, with the pregame at 9. Cal, give us a quick preview of what we can expect uh, leading us up to tip-off tonight, the Mile Ohio City. Yeah, Alan obviously is, is out there in Denver. He'll chat with head coach Chris Finch. There are a lot of ties. You know, obviously Tim Connolly came here from Denver. Chris Finch spent uh, a season as an assistant under Mike Malone. Mike Nori was there as well, uh, a current assistant for the Wolves. So a lot of familiarity between these two teams. So we'll kind of dig into that a little bit deeper. We'll look at some of those matchups in the regular season that, that the Wolves were able to play well in against, uh, against the Nuggets. And we'll hear from Nikola Jokic, too. You know, he's battling with Joel Embiid to become the MVP. I, I don't think he cares all that much. Uh, he and his team have bigger goals. But we'll hear a bit from the opponent. And, uh, and we'll chat with Anthony Edwards as well, fresh off that, that must-win game on Friday. And we'll, we'll kind of see how Ant's feeling. He, he took that tough fall on his shoulder Tuesday in L.A., but did look more like himself uh, in Friday's win. All right, look forward to it, Cal, as always. Thanks for the time. Yeah, of course, anytime. Thanks, Steve. There he is, Cal Soderquist, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. When we come back, we'll have a quick update on the weather. Alan Horton was in earlier on the huddle with Pete Najarian and Dave Schwartz, and he talked to the guys, what do the Wolves need to do to pull off the series upset? We'll get Alan's thoughts on that. Jace Frederick, who covers the club for the Pioneer Press, a full rundown of the opening weekend of the NBA playoffs. Uh, Some great games. A major upset today and a major injury to Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, that that could be a problem for the Bucks going forward for sure. One of the favorites going into this postseason tournament in the association. Quick break here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Counting you down to the pregame show, Timberwolves and Nuggets, game one of the NBA playoffs tonight from Ball Arena in the Mile High City. Alan Horton joined the huddle earlier today, Pete Nigerian, Dave Schultz, and the guys asked him, what do the Wolves need to do to pull off the series win? I think it's got to be a collective. I, I think almost everybody has to play really well in this series for the Wolves uh, to do it, especially without, boy, every game you keep playing without Jaden McDaniels, talking to people around the team, you're just kind of like, man, I wish we had Jaden. And then the next game comes up, boy, Jaden would be really big here, or Nas Reed would be really helpful yeah. coming off the bench. Um, without those two guys, I think you need to get really good performances from your superstars. Anthony Edwards has to play well. Carl Anthony Towns has to play well. Rudy has to be impactful. Um, I think I think Mike's got to continue his solid play. Um, and you've got to get contributions, as as you have all season, from Kyle Anderson. He's been tremendous. Torian Prince. Um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who was flying around and helped shut down uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander last game. 
I think all those guys I just mentioned have to have to have really good series. And there might be some games where you do get good performances from all of them, and it still might not be enough. I mean, Jokic and and the Nuggets are that good, that talented. Um, but you know, I kind of like the way the Wolves are coming into this. You know, you never want to be the eight seed, but you're coming in with little expectations. Uh, I don't think nationally a lot of people think the Wolves are going to win this series, uh, but there is some pressure on Denver for maybe the first time. They've had an underdog kind of role. The last, this is their fifth year in the play, postseason. They've kind of been the underdogs the last four years. This is the best team around Nikola Jokic. Um, the, the MVP race has been a little bit heated this year, um, and, and, and the national media, I think, really wants to give it to Joel Embiid. We'll see how that plays out. But my point is that, you know, a lot of people expect an MVP to carry their team to the finals. And I think there's some pressure for Jokic to lead them to the promised land and to, uh, you know, he's got the best team around him that he's had in these five years. He's got uh, MPJ, Michael Porter Jr. healthy. He's got Jamal Murray healthy. He hasn't played a playoff game in in two years since 2020. Um, So really three years, but two postseasons. And, uh, yeah, I think there's a little bit of pressure on Michael Malone, too, who's now in his eighth year and, and really built something here. But, you know, they got to the Western Conference Finals, uh, you know, two years ago, but that was in the bubble. So I think I think that's got some connotations to it. So um, I kind of like the way the Wolves are coming into this series with um, with with an underdog mentality. They have they've played a couple of games and in this rhythm right now, um, despite the loss against the Lakers. You know, they play this great game, uh, tight game. You come back on Friday, play again. Denver's been off since Sunday. Denver finished the year seven and ten. They coasted to the finish line. They haven't played a meaningful game in a couple of months. And so it'll be really interesting to see how this all shakes out tonight. All right, there he is, Alan Horton, earlier in the day with the guys on the huddle, Dave Schwartz, Pete, and Jerry, and the entire uh, interview available online, WCCRadio.com and the free Odyssey app. We're counting you down to the pregame show with Cal at 9 o'clock. Alan Horton back with all the play-by-play at about 9.40 tonight. And the guy who's joined us throughout the year to talk Timberwolves, Covers the team for the Pioneer Press online at TwinCities.com. Jace Frederick joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And, Jace, here we go. Hey, here we go. It's about time, right? Like, I think a lot of times, like, playoff runs are things you anticipate um, and kind of build up to. But this is an interesting one in that two days ago we didn't know if they'd be in one. Uh, So it's kind of thrown on you, and you go right from, like, are they going to make it to, hey, okay, it's Denver. Here you go. Big task. Like, on the blink of an eye. So let's get it started. Minnesota hasn't had too much time to prepare for this one, but maybe that's for the best. Yeah, and Jace, what's crazy about this is you've been around the team since training camp, and there were sky-high expectations. And I said it more than once during training camp and early in the season, when they made the move to bring in Rudy Gobert and gave up all that they did, you know, it was kind of top six or bust for the Timberwolves this season. And then Cat got injured and D'Lo got traded and they bring in Mike Conley and they end up in the play-in tournament, lose a heartbreaker to the Lakers, blow out the thunder on Friday night, and they finally arrive in the playoffs. It's probably not how, you know, anyone expected them to make the playoffs, but here we are. Yeah, very circuitous route, not the route they would have picked or chosen. But like you yeah. said, like there's kind of a little bit of a readjustment of expectations probably when Cat went down. And, and like you said, bringing in Conley, a little bit of a reshuffling of the deck. And I think that's part of what makes this run so interesting is like usually you go 8-1 like, matchup, you think, okay, is this going to be a sweep or is it going to go five games? And, and it could still play out like that for sure. Denver's really good, but so much unknown with Minnesota. Like it's still a team that, 
I mean, Canada hasn't been back for very long. Um, and obviously they've had some other injuries that they're accounting for, but like this group right here is still finding its way. And I think maybe feels like it's found some answers, but knows like different matchups will probably expose different things they need to correct. But like there, there are possibilities for this team, good and bad, because we just still don't know who they are, which is a rare thing to say at the end of an 82 game regular season plus two playing games. But it's the reality. Like uh, how will this group match up with Denver? We don't know. Cat didn't play in any of the regular season games. So, a lot of unknown. Maybe we'll start to get some answers tonight. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Mike Conley. have been for a long time and was a big fan of the trade. And, and Mike Conley's experience is paying dividends, and you did a piece on him in the Pioneer Press. Yeah, Conley's just kind of been like – I think Minnesota and Kyle Anderson has had like a, a really fiery leader all year. You know, like when we stand outside the locker room after a tough loss, Pretty sure you can hear Kyle Anderson's voice yelling um, and and really trying to get on guys. And obviously, we saw the thing that happened with Gobert in the team huddle, and that's just kind of who Kyle Anderson is. I've talked to other people, and they're like, "That's who he's been his whole career." Um, but you kind of need a steady hand to calm the waters as well. I think that type of leadership can be just as important. I don't know if Minnesota had much of that pre Conley, but he really is just kind of a he's imparting wisdom. Um, he's certainly trying to get the guys to do the right things, be like professionals, but he's being that by example. And he's really keeping an even keel. And Chris Finch said a pregame here about 45 minutes ago, like what he learned from last year, that Memphis series, is the team that can kind of like remain the most even keel um, is going to be set up for success. He thinks this team got too high and too low last year in that series. And I just don't think a team with Mike Conley is going to get too high or too low. So it's paid dividends to get to this point. And I think having Mike Conley uh, kind of running the show will pay dividends even in the postseason. And, and besides being a Ford general, I mean, Conley has done some – great things the three made free throws to send that game in la to overtime that's clutch i mean th- this guy can still play there was a lot made about you know he's, he's near the end of his career and at the end of his line but he's still playing pretty well i mean he's defending a lot of different matchups and doing it all well like he's hitting spot up threes um he's hitting off the dribble threes like his catch and shoot three point percentage was like 40 some percent in Utah before coming here this year, I just think people always assume if you have fewer responsibilities, you're quote-unquote washed. Um, when He's just not asked to do the same things. And now when asked to kind of carry a little bit more of the load again, and, and he's got really good players around him, and it makes his life even a little easier. Like, yeah, he's shining. And sure, you know, 36-year-old Mike Conley is probably not as good as 28-year-old Mike Conley, but he's still a really good player. He's still clearly a starting caliber point guard and, and looks like he's like a middle-of-the-pack caliber starting point guard at worst. Um, he fits in with this roster well. He's he's made things work with Rudy Gobert. Like everybody can fit around Mike Conley um, because he can. He really kind of is, is a glue type player um, who makes all the right decisions. Chris Finch just just loves him, and he's he's not shy about sharing that information. Like, and you can see why he's a really smart player who is making sure that he himself and his teammates are in the right spots and that they're gonna you know play basketball the right way. Timberwolves have to deal with Jokic, but they have some size. Rudy Gobert, uh, familiar. Carl Anthony Towns, familiar. It, it would be helpful to have the likes of Nas Reed and Jaden McDaniels in this series. But nevertheless, Gobert's presence could be an advantage or, or could be a big help for the Timberwolves in this series. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and Gobert could obviously just guard Jokic. But one thing they did at Target Center in a game earlier this year was Kyle Anderson, and this was when Cat was out. Kyle Anderson guarded Jokic. Rudy Gobert roamed off of Aaron Gordon. So if Jokic got past Anderson, then he met Gobert at the rim. Like Gobert was a great help defender there uh, for the Jokic matchup. And I'd be interested to see if they do that again. I don't know if they'll put Cat on Jokic because 
Cat might get in foul trouble there, and that's yeah. not what they want, especially for the offensive end. But I mean, if Anderson's out there with Gobert at all, I think we might see more of Anderson on Jokic with Gobert kind of cheating off somebody like Gordon, who went 4-for-18 four in that one game at Target Center, a Minnesota win, a pretty convincing win against Denver's full lineup. Uh, so there are different things they can try. But you, obviously, I think to start out, they will go with just Gobert on Jokic and, and you know see how that goes. But they have different things they can try. If they've got a lot of size they can throw at them, you know, with Cat, uh, when, if needed, Gobert, and then Kyle Anderson's a really good defender. So, yeah, I mean, if anybody can match up with them, they probably can. But, you know, it, it, you're always just kind of trying to contain Jokic. I, I don't think they're going to hold him to, you know, fewer than 20 points or whatever. Like, his, his impact's going to be felt. You're just hoping that it, it comes at a cost. So, Timberwolves, game one tonight. Jay, it's good to visit with you. Thanks for the time. Appreciate your coverage in the Pioneer Press and online at TwinCities.com. Take care. Thanks so much, Steve. Appreciate it. All right, there he is, Jace Frederick, joining from the Pioneer Press as we count you down to the tip-off tonight at game one. Cal Soderquist with the pregame show on the Timberwolves Radio Network at 9, and then Alan Horton from Ball Arena with game one. Game two on Wednesday, that'll be a little bit earlier start. That'll tip at 9, and then Friday night at Target Center, they'll go at 8.30, and then a week from tonight, an 8.30 start at Target Center in downtown Minneapolis. First four games of the series scheduled beyond the first four. Uh, all, all those games are to be determined. We'll come back. We'll have a rundown of the NBA scoreboard. Every series got into action. Of course, Denver and Minnesota is last to tip off. That is coming up here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Timberwolves and Nuggets from Denver. Game one on the way. Cal with the pregame show at 9. Alan Horton with the play-by-play at about 9.40 or so. Series continues in Denver on Wednesday. They move to Target Center on Friday night. And then, of course, Game 4 at Target Center one week from tonight as well. Let's get you up to date on what's going on in the NBA right now. Clippers-Suns, Game 1. Suns lead at 74-68. Kawhi Leonard, 20 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists to pace the clip. Meanwhile, for the Suns, Kevin Durant, 17 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists. That came midway through the third. Then, of course, Timberwolves and Nuggets in the nightcap. Earlier in the day, the L.A. Lakers storm into Memphis, beat the Grizzlies 128-112. LeBron James, 21 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. Jaron Jackson Jr., 31 for Memphis. But L.A. rolls in that one to take game one. And then the upset of the day, Miami beats Milwaukee 130-117. to But Giannis goes down with an injury. Jonathan Lowe, this is huge. Uh, Giannis, apparently a lower back injury. Yeah, lower back contusion. He left the game late in the first quarter, did not return to the game at all. Miami took control after that point and basically held on. Uh, they they don't know his status. We'll find out maybe tomorrow. The next game of this series, I believe, is on Tuesday. I'm sorry, on Wednesday. So yeah. uh, this is going to be a big story going forward for the next week, uh, a few days going into the week. One other thing from that Lakers game, the big factor off the bench, Rui Hachimura, 29 points and six rebounds. That's a huge reason why the Lakers were able to win game one in Memphis this afternoon. And the Lakers, they storm back, beat the Timberwolves in that play-in game on Tuesday night, and then win game one in Memphis. Uh, LeBron and company not done yet. Back to Saturday, 
Philly beat Brooklyn 121-101 to get the playoffs started. Not surprised at all. I expect Philly to roll in that series. Meanwhile, the Celtics led Atlanta by 30 at the half and go on to a 112-99 victory. That was ridiculous. Jalen Brown, 29 points, 12 rebounds in that victory. But I don't know if you saw that, Jonathan. Celtics by 30 at halftime. That one was over early. This one may be a quick series. It really may be. Yeah, and uh, how about New York goes into Cleveland, beats the Cavaliers, 101-97. Quite a finish. Donovan Mitchell, 38 points, 8 assists, not enough. Knicks win game one, 101-97. And uh, that that that's quite a win for Tom Thibodeau. And, and real and quick, cause, real quick, because we got to go. Sacramento beats Golden State last night. That could be the game of the series. No doubt, we got to run pregame next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.